I'm supposed to be graduating right now with everyone else in my university for the past three years. You know, they're all probably like super drunk right now and having so much fun. <laughs> uh, God. I'm going to have to call my friends and see like how it went. But I decided instead to be here with my family. And I think that was... Um, I think that was the right decision. You know, you can always doubt it. You can always look at it and be like, yeah, I could have been there. I could have been... Uh, I could have been in Hamburg right now with everyone else in my class and enjoy the festivities. My brother could have been at the graduation, but everyone else in my family couldn't. You know, I have my mom and my dad and my sister and, and her son here in Jordan. And I got to spend the last five days with them. And today, specifically, like, they did the small graduation party for for me and and it was nice it wasn't what i really wanted but it was was something that they wanted to, to enjoy and i can't look at this and not think it was worth it you know because otherwise i would have been in hamburg for five days basically by myself or with a friend or two but i got to spend the last week with with my family with my nephew who i get to like carry around and, and have fun with and play with all all day <laughs> which is pretty cool you know, i'm usually reserved when i'm i'm like chilling with other babies from from strangers or, or family or friends in general but like since he's like family man like he's he's my sister's kid and my sister somewhat raised me you know my sister had to take care of me when i was when i was born because my mom had to be at the hospital with my with my other sister who broke her leg and for four months straight like my sister 10 years older than me had to change my diapers and, and take care of me she was just 10 and like she was just carrying me around and taking care of me and and she has that heart man she has a very she has she's a mother like deep down inside and like i can see how well she's taking care of her her kid like i know her life is is dedicated to this little, little dude and it's so beautiful to see like this guy i always tell my family like i'm, I'm joking with him i'm like i'm so jealous of this dude and they're like, why? And obviously, like, why wouldn't I be jealous of a, a kid who gets to play, sleep, and eat and shit all day long, however much he wants? And he's just around good people that he didn't even decide to have in his life, you know? To have a mother like that, to have a grandmother like that, a grandfather like that, to have an uncle like me. <laughs> who knows if I'm going to be a good uncle or not? But... Uh, you know, I, 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 it's weird. It's a weird feeling that I have for him. You know, it's not like, oh, I saw him and I was completely in love with him. You know, it's not like that. But like, I will never let anything happen to this guy on my watch. You know, like I was <laughs> carrying him upstairs because my sister didn't uh, have the energy to carry him up to carry him upstairs, and I like was walking up the stairs and I, 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 I joked around as if I was gonna fall. I just like made it seem like I took a false step and my sister was like, oh shit. And I just laughed, <laughs> you know, as if I'd let anything happen to this guy. Like if I was falling, I'd let my, my body hit the floor first. I'd never let uh, anything touch him. But yeah, like I, I decided not to attend my own graduation. Something that happens once in a lifetime is what everyone told me when I told them I'm not attending my graduation. Uh, to be with my family, man, and to relax and, and sit down a bit, you know? I think I've put a lot of pressure on myself, you know, to find a job and to put everything in order and edit the book that I said to myself that I finished but somewhat didn't, and I feel like there's a lot in me that needs to 
to still come out but at the same time there's there's other priorities in my life that I have to be focusing on you know I have to like maintain myself and that's not something I'm doing right now from a financial point of view I might say and somehow I need to figure all of that out and soon and this was supposed to be a vacation and that was something that was on my mind the entire time which just took away from the relaxation that I should have had and I'm I am in a state where like my energy isn't I don't know how to explain it. It's just I just feel tired inside, and a part of that I feel is because I'm I'm not seeing myself acting the way that I want to act from a perspective of me figuring my life out and, and seeing progress from from the point of me finding a job or or anything like that. Even though there has been progress, but um, I haven't. You know, every day I tell myself, you know, I do this, this, and that. I don't do all of it. Uh, and I don't know I, sh- I should have let myself re- relax more and this is something I tell myself often you know it's not the first time that I, I see myself in this situation I wish I just sat down and thought thought for one moment or recorded an episode actually the second I came here to put things into perspective of what I wanted out of this week of me being here because I'm only in Jordan with my family for one week after four days in Amsterdam where I was super sick I got to Amsterdam after, you know, my flight was at 6 in the morning and I got there at 7 in the morning and I, I was exhausted. I hadn't sl- I haven't slept that night and uh, <laughs> I had to do 100 push-ups at like 2 in the morning before I slept for an hour and a half to get to the airport um, because I, I can't let myself not do the 100 squats. Uh, did I say push-ups right now? Uh, squats every every day just to feel like I I have the foundation I need to carry myself from that perspective. And just the respect, you know, the respect you have for yourself when you know that you're doing 100 squats a day just just because, you know, it's it's good. But yeah, like I I was exhausted. I I had just finished filming um, Understanding Learning in like two days of, of just pure four hours a day of recording a lot of talking and a lot of a lot of energy goes into that and um i have been feeling like i've been so distracted by so many things and i i, I haven't had the focus and the the single mindedness to just do these small things that can accumulate to something bigger like i have all of these projects in my head that that are working there at once and it's just a lot and i'm tired I am really, really tired, and I don't think I should be. I I think I'm doing everything right. From uh, I have been eating trash for the past two weeks, honestly. Like when I went to Amsterdam, I wasn't eating too well, uh, and I was sick, and I pushed myself really hard when I was there because I was like, I don't care if I'm sick. I'm in Amsterdam, and I just kept going. I kept going, and I kept going. Um, but it was a nice vacation. Like I needed that. So beautiful, Amsterdam. What a what a nice place. The weather was great. We got to see the Van Gogh Museum. Van Gogh is just like a different, uh, different story, man. Like how this guy saw, and just kept on seeing, and kept on drawing, and kept on going, and going, and going, and going. Just trying to see, trying to see, trying to see, trying to see, and eventually we all saw it too, and we all see it now. And like. <laughs> After the Van Gogh Museum, I was so energized by how colorful and how lively everything everything was, and the experience was great. I went with Yazan, one of my closest friends, and I recorded us actually after the after the museum without him knowing. 
we were sitting in a park and and we recorded. I recorded without him knowing, just so that he'd, he'd be more genuine. And I did that with Jan, like I promised, and that was pretty cool. And it was, uh, you know, like I after after the after I finished the museum. There was a small store in the museum upstairs and I went there and I was just like checking out some books and I saw this cute girl next to me and I, st- I just talked to her because I wanted to know why the guy cut his ear off. And apparently he, you know, he, ha- he had dementia, I think dementia. He was demented. And he had, what, what would I call it? And I talked about this with Yazan, like he he had this um he was lonely and he didn't know if anyone really loved him and the second one of his friends walked out on him after a fight, he thought that he had to prove to to the one person he thought loved him that he loved them that much, which like she was a prostitute that he loved. So he cut off his ear and he sent it to her. So I, I saw this cute girl and I asked her, like, why do you think he cut his ear off? And she didn't know. I think she was Hungarian and her English was pretty bad, but like she was pretty cute. And then like I don't know what, what brought this into me, but I looked at her and I was like, Do you do you think that, you know what do you think about the idea that consciousness is actually a shared thing rather than a singular thing that's only in you? And she looked at me and she's like, What? And I went ahead and I was like, Look, there's this artist that was born into this world and he just kept on trying to see and see and see and the closer he looked, the closer he tried to draw, the more accurate he tried to draw and, and he was looking at himself. He, a lot of the portraits he, he's, he'd done were self-made portraits of, of himself. Just looking at himself in a mirror, focusing on every minor detail about himself and he was just drawing himself different colors, different feelings, different perspectives that he was portraying to everyone that could see. To see what he saw. And now we all do. So how can I think that consciousness... Because look, the millions of people travel travel from all over the world just to see how this one person saw the world and and, and everyone walks out of there so fucking energized like I, that museum afterglow I had was something I hadn't felt in my life and this interest this this thing inside of each and every one of us that draws us into what this artist is trying to see I don't think that that's something separate from person to person I think that's something we all share and if that's something we all share, then how can we not think that consciousness isn't something that we share too? So that's what I told her. I told her, like, this guy came and he saw this one thing. Now we all see it and, and we're all interested in it. And this interest in each and every one of us, how different is it actually? So how can we say that consciousness is such a different thing? And, and then she looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> she had no fucking idea what I was talking about. But that was funny to me, you know, and um, yeah, later on, like we went to a park and I, I sat with Yelzin and we talked about exactly this, like I'll, I'll upload the episode, I think, when I have the time. But um, 
really like sitting down in the park after that museum afterglow I, I i felt like i could literally be anyone's friend in this park right now like i could go up to anyone and be their best friend instantly you know in this place where it's like a huge playground everyone's from everywhere and everyone wants to have fun everyone wants to meet interesting people everyone wants to just have a good time and everything is accepted accepted and allowed and, and no one's judging and no one cares and it's all just fine it's not a big deal and I, I love the fact that a system like this exists man like i think amsterdam is really a place i would live i think amsterdam is really a place i would live but first off german passport right two years maybe three full priority just work in anything find a job and, and make it happen get the passport and then like I'd, I'd have the freedom of living in amsterdam maybe for a year or two just to see how it's like uh, such a you know it's such a fascinating place to be because there's just so much going on with so many different people from all over and, and there's no barriers like to most things and I, I love that i hate barriers man i hate this limiting limitation people trying to limit you trying to to control you unnecessarily you know the you know, a lot of why I started all of this and started actually recording everything that I'm recording is because, like, I just want to see people be more free, man. I think the way a lot of us live our lives is just self-sabotaging most of the time. And I had that talk with my mom today, and that's one of the reasons I really don't regret the fact that I am here right now and I'm not in Germany. Aside from the fact that if I were in Germany, I would have spent the last five days almost alone, but I got to spend the last five days with my family. But like tonight, especially, I I saw that my mom was very, very stressed. You know, she had like this electricity inside of her, how she's always so ready to defend herself by attacking back. And she feels like every single thing that's happening to her is something she has to react to and, and everything is a slight that she has to... Uh, it's weird man like sure my mom's marriage with my dad isn't the best and my dad is one of the unhealthiest most uh, unhealthiest people I've met in my life no fucking doubt about that for a second and you know it's difficult for someone to have to live with that all the fucking time you know I can see that you know I, I get it no no problem but, you know, I sat down with her today and, like, after the small graduation party she threw for me, uh, she was tired and she asked me, she never asks me for this, like, ever. And she told me, like, Khalid, can you please give me a, a massage? Are you good with massages? Um, I, I'd really like a foot massage, actually. And I looked at her, I was like, you know what, fuck it, you know, she's my mom, she's tired, uh, why not? I, I don't really lose anything by doing this. So I, I sat down with her, very quiet atmosphere, and, and she was pissed at me from yesterday because yesterday we sat down and she was like, yo, Khaled, have you been happy this vacation? Because like, all she wants is to see me happy. Like All she's doing is to make me happy, the, what she cooks or when she cleans or when she takes me out or when she does this small party. And she, like she, When I walked into the door, she had like these decorations on the wall, congratulations, graduation, balloons and, and stuff chocolate and, and all of that and like she set all of that up for me so that when I come like I, I see that she's so happy that I graduated and to me I don't see it as that big of a deal you know I, I don't know um, I don't think my my degree was that difficult I don't think my 
my studies were that hard. I think it was rather really easy and really... And, like, I see that in me. Like, when I see that, that something didn't take that much effort, it just, you know, you don't see that much reason to be proud of it or to celebrate it. It's the same as being proud of, of your country or where, where you're born from, you know, being proud of being a Jordanian or Palestinian or, or whatever. Why would I be proud of, of just being born a certain race or, or something like that? I didn't do anything about that, you know. I want to be proud of something I managed to do. But then again, a lot of what I do feels like something that's happening rather than something me doing it. So I don't know where, I, where I'm going with that. But... Um, She's happy about that, man, and I get that, you know, and, and I saw it, and we, I gave her the massage, and, and, like, yesterday, she asked me, like, are you happy this entire time and all of that, and I told her, I'm honestly, mom, like, there's something really bothering me, and I'm bothered with the fact that you find most things that happen around you to be so problematic, when dad says something, or when I say something, or when anything happens, you always react as if fucking hell broke loose, and it's not like hell broke loose, It's not like anything is happening, you know, like, I, I, I was just helping her carry a lot of stuff, and I, I just said, like, uh, uh <laughs> which means, like, I, I ask forgiveness from God, literal translation, but usually just say it when you're tired, or, like, when, you, when you're when you not really fucked to do something, but I was still doing it, you know, it was just, it came out of me, and then she was like, everything that I'm doing for you, and all of this that's happening, and this is what you... Just mom, relax, dude. Like, just nothing's happening. Nothing's worth it. Nothing's worth it. You know, it's not worth reacting to so much. You know, even if anyone insults me, there's no reason for me to react to them negatively. It's just relax. You're always so stressed and like there's this electricity in you. And there's no need for that. So she asked me if I was happy. And I told her, mom, I'm, I'm really not happy because all I see from you is this electricity from every moment that happens every other moment you're you're electric and you feel like you have to defend yourself you have to attack you have to and you, like whatever is happening you're stressed and you're stressed and you're stressed and you're you're all of that and i was just like fuck so i told her that and i'm like i told her like this is not so, like i don't like seeing this in you and like just relax you know sure your life isn't the best life that you that anyone lives but like it's not the worst and and you're not accepting anything and you're not accepting your situation you're not even adapting to it you're you're just being electric like she's she's she has the kindest heart man and she's so good and and she's she's a great woman but like i can't keep seeing her like that and when i told her that she just got pissed even more obviously uh especially like it was a day before the party that she was throwing me and uh yeah there's a dark chocolate Toblerone next to me. I think I'm going to help myself to one. Or two. So, like, after the party today, I... Anyways, like, I, I sat down and I started doing the massage... And then we got back to the topic, and like while doing, while giving her the foot massage, she was just more relaxed and more susceptible for to me talking to her about what the fuck's going on. I got to actually like listen to her and explain to her what I mean. And what I meant was, mom, there's really nothing that's worth being so stressed about. You know, like sure, I got sick, 
four years ago and like a lot of bad things happen but life moves on and if I was you know life will always move on and if it will always move on even if I'm stressed or not I'd just rather not be stressed because it's just still going to move on with or without me so why would I always keep putting that stress in it just doesn't make any sense it just doesn't make any fucking sense it's not worth it you know it's not worth wasting so much of your soul on being so damn stressed all the fucking time and we're all so stressed all the damn time doesn't doesn't make sense it's just not worth it everything will continue to move everything will happen and continue happening i just rather choose not to be stressed as it happens and just see myself do my best while i'm at it so i'm telling her that you know like even if that says something in front of people doesn't mean that you have to react and defend yourself in front of these people first off when you do defend yourself you're just proving that this thing struck a nerve in you and it might be true but if you laugh it off or if you just ignore it then whatever you know but don't ignore it in a way that's trying to show that oh i ignored it so that means that i win this this argument or that i'm better than you because i'm ignoring this then you're just playing the same game but to just accept and then just it's not worth it everything will move on it's fine so i told her like mom your situation isn't the best right now our entire situation as a family isn't the best right now but it's a good family and we have a kid a kid now and hopefully everything will work out in the end and i told her mom do you believe that everything will work out in the end and she said yes and she believed that and i told her so if it's going to work out in the end and if we will eventually get to that stage then what the fuck is the point of being stressed throughout that entire journey would you rather just not be stressed because is anything really worth being stressed about and that's what I kept on repeating in Arabic. Fi ishi mistahil? Fi ishi mistahil? Is there something that's worth it? Worth being stressed about? Nothing's worth it, man. Nothing's worth being so stressed about just all the time. And like, I hate seeing that electricity in her constantly, man. It's horrible. Disgusting. And it's not just in her, man, it's in all of us in one way or another. And and I hope, you know, whatever you're stressed about, just look at it. Why are you stressed about it? You know, what what what's going to change? How is this thing that's stressing you going to change your life? As long as you can eat, sleep, and you're safe, and you're creating some type of progress in one way or another in certain aspects of your life, it's just everything, it's a temporary state, it's, it'll change. And why should I put my soul waste my soul into that temporary stage it's good chocolate that was a beautiful moment man like massaged her up (laughs) and And I got to talk to her, and she listened, and I listened, and we're just relaxed. I'm not trying to attack you. I'm not. I just want to see you be more relaxed, man. Really, nothing's worth it, man. Everything's gonna end one day, and life will just move the way it needs to move. Trust and move. Something that I really want to talk about, 
later on. Because I'm starting to believe that everything is moving in a very specific way. The way it needs to move. I might be wrong, man, obviously, because narrative is like that. Life will just take a quick, weird turn every now and then just to f mix things up. Make it more complicated, you know? And I just don't know. So I thought to myself, like, after after we finished the massage and everything, and, like, I hugged my mom, she hugged me back, and I said something like, imagine if I wasn't here right now, I, I was at my graduation, then we wouldn't have had this moment, me and you, which I think is worth more than anything. That's something that's worth it. Not the stress that we have in almost everything in our lives. And she hugged me and kissed me and agreed. And that's why I think it's worth it that I missed out on my graduation. Even though a lot of people might say that, oh, it's a big deal. I just don't see how it would have been worth celebrating over there. I would have wasted time, would have wasted... Uh, I would have thought about what it would have been like if I came here. I'm sure I can think about what it would have been like if I was there right now. Everyone's like wasted and drunk and, and having fun, but I don't think that's really special. And sure, I, there's a lot of people that I love over there, but I still don't think that it would have been really special. My brother would have come, that would have been awesome, but I'll see him later on, hopefully. Now I got to see my nephew. Got to basically eat him up. <laughs> I like it so nice, like I just love holding him, uh, kissing him, like even biting him, like but like not really hard. <laughs> I, I, I joke, I'm like, I'm gonna eat you, I'm gonna eat you. Then like I, I give him a small bite. And my sister's there like, Khada, don't eat him. <laughs> I love how she's, like, she's so easygoing with me around him, like she doesn't give me any shit of what I do to him. Or with him. <laughs> Uh, like it's so nice. Like it's nice to see that she loves me this much, and 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 that my family loves. Like they love me so much, man. So, like I I know that there's a part of me that that, that doesn't know how to be loved really well, but uh, it is what it is, you know. Why do I feel like I don't deserve to be loved, or why I can't accept being loved too well, even though I can really love? Well? I don't know if there's anything about me to be loved. I don't like it's so weird because as as much as I. See myself in a certain way or as much as I do or as much as I have goals and sometimes it feels like all I have are my goals rather than, than anything else really. I wonder what it is about me that should be loved, you know? What it is that should be like the way I talk to people, the way I think or the way I, I do a kindness or the way I approach the things around me or the way I think about the people around I don't know what it is about me that, that deserves to be loved and sometimes I feel like I project the idea of what I know onto everyone around me so that and Yezan told me that he's like how did you treat everyone as if they they're good that they won't hurt you that they're genuine and all of that and you know that might bite you in the ass someday and I'm like yeah dude I get it but the second if I the second I feel that someone isn't genuine around me or that they they mean harm, then I'll I'll adapt to that, and I'll I'll 
either push them away or move away myself. I'm not going to stick around. Like, I'm aware of that too. People can be evil. I'm me, one of them, you know. People do wrong shit. That's just in us. And you have to be awake, man. You have to be aware of that stuff. But, like, I still rather believe, like, when I'm interacting with someone at the beginning, that they're actually just a kind person that doesn't mean me any harm. I don't want to go around thinking any everyone around me might hurt me. That just doesn't work. And, yeah, that, that's what I felt in Amsterdam. I felt like everyone was just kind and, and so open and relaxed. And, like, I had so many funny moments with people, like, um, when we were ordering a burger at some point, and I, I was talking to the to the cashier and like I was definitely high and I was dancing to the music and the burger joint you know like I was like and I looked at her and I was like this is really good music and she's like oh really then she paused for a second and actually listened to it and she's like wow I work here so much that I, I like the the music here for me is just a blank noise all I hear is the buzz of the of the burgers being being grilled you know and then like we joked about that and and we laughed for for a while <laughs> and then like we did a small dance together and then she gave me my money and, and and i left and that was so cool you know like just having a small short quick fun interaction with someone and then continuing your day and i had like three of those a day with different people all over and i loved that you know and you never have that in hamburg in hamburg people are really genuine and nice and, and they care but there's not there isn't that different spice you know there isn't that uh, uniqueness in every interaction I feel like it's just very standard politeness like oh have a good day yourself it was nice having you here come back again goodbye you know it's it's just that but there like I was always always like ready for something different and I, I was being honest and genuine with people and I saw that gen- genu- genu- <laughs> genuineness come back so I, I wanted to to dabble with incense uh, you know, this stick that you burn and releases a lot of nice smells that cover your house or area. So I, I went to a place and I saw I saw them and I started talking to the to the woman and, and she was fun, you know. She she was telling me about, you know, how it's very hard to describe smell using words, but she always created the type of metaphor that might explain to me what the smell was like, which I thought was pretty cool. And I think, like, I'm going to write about that someday as a part of, of a story. And and then, like, I, I, I was telling her, like, I, I wanted her to, and she took me seriously, I love it, because I was telling her things like, I want a smell that would help me feel like, it's refilling my soul somehow because I feel like my soul is drained most of the time. I feel that now somehow and I don't get why. I don't understand. Why would my soul feel so tired? Am I not acting out the way that I need to? Am I not in the place that I need to be? Am I... Do I think that I'm not as safe or secure as, as I want to be knowing how much money I have in my bank account or I know everything is going to work out and I know that I'm going to do a lot of big things in my life otherwise I really wouldn't be doing this every week otherwise I really wouldn't have written a book I wouldn't be doing a hundred squats a day I wouldn't be meditating every day I wouldn't be writing every other day I wouldn't be 
looking at how I interacted with people and see how I could have interacted better every fucking single time. I wouldn't be modeling people that I think are better than me. I wouldn't be so keen on observing things that are wrong or right around me. How can I not trust myself to reach the things that I I think I need to? Or trust the process to lead me in a direction that I think is might be even better than the one I have envisioned for myself? Do I trust that I'll... I don't doubt it for a second that I'll reach these things, man. So why 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 do I feel the way I feel? Why do I feel like I'm not focused or that my mind is in a million places or that I can't, I don't feel like I can sit down and think about something properly or or that my heart feels like it's tired or that I'm, I feel like I'm emptying myself out somehow. I don't understand, I don't get it. Am I lacking in something? I don't think I'm lacking in anything. I would love to have a partner in my life. I would love to have uh, someone in my life I can share a lot of things with. I think that would give me a good boost of energy. But um, I don't know. Maybe I'm trying too hard to get laid that's not working. Maybe... Maybe I'm just uh, trying to reach a type of connection a lot of people don't know how to, or not know how to, but rather I'm just a weird puzzle piece that's trying to find a compatible piece. Weird in a good way. Which is funny because like my childhood crush sent me a message the other day on LinkedIn. The basically business Facebook social network. She told me how much she actually liked me when we were back in school. And I thought that was bullshit because I made it very clear very often to her how much I liked her. And somehow we were never together. And I, I told her like this. I think I think the way I felt for her back then or the way that I tried to approach being with her stuck with me for a long time. And the fact that I didn't get her then, like I didn't get my childhood crush in school, uh, still something I carry with me. But she told me like the way you felt, because I felt like the I felt it was her fault that we were never together. And she made it clear from her words that that's how she felt too that she really loved me too whatever we thought love was at that time and that she thought it was sort of my fault that we weren't together says the girl who dated four other guys during the time we were in school together while I didn't date anyone And I told her that I was like, "Where is this? Where is this coming from? Like, you, if you liked me, you, we could have done something about it. And but you were the one dating other guys, other than me. You were the one who always backed away when I told you I liked you. You were the one who who didn't accept me completely. But I don't know how she's seeing things now. 
and I told her like how I see how I think she saw sees things is I think for a while in school a lot of a lot of guys liked her and she craved that attention and she loved it and then at some point as she grew I think people stopped liking her that much and she lost a lot of that attention and she really missed that attention so that now there's a part of her trying to get it back from the people that that were back in that time of her life because I heard from other guys too that she was trying to get back with them too and I I told her that that's what I feel is happening right now and she said that that's bullshit and that she really did genuinely like me back then which I feel is somewhat true you know and I really feel like she did like me back then but how people act and what people say are two different things she didn't act in a way that proved that almost never so why would I believe her now, you know? Um, it's weird, man. Relationship stuff. It's a complicated thing. Everyone wants to find their puzzle piece. I'm no different. Because I'm just going about it differently by just really talking to any cute girl that I find. But... Um, Definitely, always with respect. Doesn't matter if I get rejected. You guys know. It's a very important topic for me, man. I based a lot of my life on... A lot of who I am is based on the fact that I... Didn't base myself on my own ideal. I always imagined that... From a very young age, I don't know what started this, like, since I was like, six, I thought of, of the perfect woman that I wanted to marry, this vague idea of the perfect woman that, that I would some at some point have in my life, and then I told myself, if I wanted to have this type of person in my life, then I have to be the type of person who can maintain that type of person in their life, I can't just be anyone, and then the self-improvement that I saw in myself was based on that ideal that I created, not the personal ideal of myself, but the ideal of someone else judging that ideal. So, and that's me, you know, like I and and that was that's funny because I in Amsterdam we were staying at a friend's place and, and her name is Inka. Really cool. She interviewed me for an hour so that she can write a paper about immigrants in, in Germany. Uh which I am <laughs> So I, I talked to her for an hour. We stayed at her place, Yasin and I, and um, she told me how she thinks I would be perfect for one of her best friends, who is a woman who's basically half Dutch, half Syrian, that's, that doesn't speak Arabic but really wants to speak Arabic and is learning, and that she she's the most charismatic beautiful intelligent ambitious person that she knows and she thinks that her and like i would be intellectually suitable to to maintain her and have her in my life and she thought that we'd be a good couple and i looked at her and i was like shit you know you're describing to me my ideal woman you know someone that i can at some point you know when i'm 40 and 50 and i want to really create a change a political type of change in, in the middle east or or through businesses and, and being an entrepreneur and whatnot living the dreams of, of what's in my head she she would be suited like she would be with me you know she would be someone i can take to events with social events and she would be charismatic enough to to talk to 
the ambassador of Japan and make him feel welcome and then like I'd be talking to to this other dude and like we'd both contain each other support each other and and dominate and create the type of good and and from what she said what my friend said I think that we would be perfect for each other but then again who knows if we're in the same room but I told her that like I don't think that I'm in a point in my life where I'm ready to meet that type of person yet I don't think I'm ready I'm not stable enough to to meet that type of person and be able to maintain them so I told her to wait five years to introduce us and we'll see about that right (laughs) who the fuck I'll be in five years you know I don't know the mental phases I went through the past year alone doing what I did were a lot and I don't know what mental phases I'll go through during the next year and the year after that and the year after that and I don't want to lose any of that and this is one of the reasons I am I'm doing this I don't want to lose how I thought or perceived something in my life the general feeling I had of the connections around me. I started writing them down just so that I can keep track because I really went through so many different phases of seeing what this world is and how it's like and I'm not too happy with how I see it right now. It doesn't give me too much food for my soul. You know, sure, I can look at it as an intelligent process, moving, complexity, representation, expression, happening, all of that. I can see... I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to get into that now. Yeah, I think I'll... (laughs) reach my final remarks. I'm glad I'm here. Um... I don't think there's any need for me to be in my graduation in Germany. I would have just wasted time and energy. Uh, the memories I have here are worth it. I got to see my dad with my nephew, which is not something I get to see often. It's so nice. Like I do that often. I carry my nephew and I go to my dad. And I'm like, oh, look who missed you. And my dad, you know, he his hands shake really bad when he moves them. Then he holds, uh, like, Kais's leg and foot, and, like, he kisses the foot, you know, because baby feet are just super cute. And he's like, uh, Who, who's my love? Mean Habibi. And he kisses him, and, like, I'm holding him. It's nice. And I have two more days of that, that's it. Sunday and Monday. And Tuesday morning. So those are memories that I have now Instead of the memories that I could have had Being with people that I probably forget in one way or another I don't know who I'll meet in my life But I sure as hell plan on meeting a lot of people Beautiful and good souls that I want to have in my life I really want to have a lot of good people in my life, man I think that's so important for me Right now I'm nowhere near close to getting to that I have a lot of good people in my life already Honestly I I just want more I need more I really do 
And I made a decision, actually. I made a decision, and I think it's really nice that I did. Is that... Um, so I'm 23 now. I want to... By the time I'm 30... Sure, I said I really want to learn piano. That's really one of the things at the top of my list. First, get the passport. Then there's Boome, uh, the online educational platform I want to build. There's understand there, there there's the understanding series courses. Understand me this. There's the book, understanding intelligence, and then there's novels that I want to write. And. I realized that sure I have a business degree and maybe I might get a master's, an online master's or something like that during the next three years while I get my German passport. But I really want to be a scientist. All I've ever fucking wanted to be ever since I was in kindergarten was to be a scientist. And this is what I'm sort of doing right now. You know, I'm, I'm being a philosopher in one way or another, not a prophet, a philosopher. And I'm just... Sharing thoughts I think are important. Using my life as the main metaphor of how I can live my my life intelligently in an intelligent process to represent that and live it and see how I can go from being literally nothing to being someone who has real influence on how things move. And slowly we see that unfold and this is what this is my story in front of everyone hopefully it's an interesting one right to reach a stage where people are more open more ready for being themselves to bond make friends and just be like little children in a playground just just like how i felt in amsterdam in the park after the van gogh museum felt like i could literally be friends with anyone here anyone I walk up to and I want everyone to feel that way all the time because in reality why the fuck not you know I don't think people really want to hurt the people around them that much I just think that they just want to also have everything themselves you know there is that part in us that thinks that it knows what it wants but uh, I want to be a scientist I want to have a degree in neuroscience and I think I'd love that. I think I want to, by the time I'm 30, maybe 35, I don't really care how old I'd be at that point. I just want to be financially stable enough so I don't have to think about having to make money. And just go to university and do a, a bachelor's degree in neuroscience and then a master's in neuroscience. Then I'd have my um, master's in, in business and then masters in neuroscience and then like when i talk about the brain or when i talk about intelligence or when i talk about all of these things then i can have that background credible background that says okay this guy might know what the fuck he's talking about and then once i know how the brain really works how the connections are made between each part and how i can relearn chemistry relearn biology and relearn how all of these things work together then Maybe I'd understand the universe just a tiny bit more, you know? I think that's something I'd really like. Even if I'm 30 or 35, I see no reason in not doing it. My mom's like 52 right now, 53, and, and she just finished her first... Uh, I think it would be considered a diploma in university, and now she's going for her bachelor's, and she's 53. You can always learn, man. And I'd rather be at some point called a scientist that never 
you know uh, it doesn't have to be now it just really doesn't have to be now so yeah that's what I I think that's something I really want to work towards and I think that it gave me so much freedom in my heart and my soul when I came up with this idea sure my opinion might change and I think I might change what I want but I really think this is something I want I don't think this is something that's going to change if not neuroscience and something else that has to do with with the brain psychology is an option but I think neuroscience is just more technical from that perspective I think psychology would be more you know I can read enough books about psychology to really get it and I have the analytical brain already to to really understand where people are coming from I think from a rational point of view at least that's what I think I am a therapist at heart <laughs> I think but um, that's something I'd really like to do at some point. Then, like, when I'm actually talking about anything, they'd be like, okay, this dude's a neuroscientist with a business background. Then I'm, nothing can stop me, you know? Who knows where the world is going to be in the next 10 years, but I think that's something I really want to do. It might change. I'll talk about it if it does. I, uh, I'll talk about it if it does. Neuroscience. I think it just sounds cool. <laughs> Fucking neuroscience. I wonder how I'd be if I'm in a like. But like that's that's the graduation I'd go to when I graduate from neuroscience. Something that I really, really love, really, really passionate about. Something that I really chose and knew I wanted. As uh, even as old as I'd get, you know, I something that I do. That's something that I graduate from proud that I have done. And who knows what I talk about or write about then, you know? I don't know. But <laughs> that's the point of a journey. We find out. <laughs>